0: Greetings everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Plan B Success. Today we're going to do a guest interview that I'm very excited about and it's Rayson Chu. Rayson is a transformation catalyst who's helping millennial entrepreneurs and professionals with their personal branding, personal mastery and professional networking through his MBS and Epic system. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. He's also a host sure of a podcast called The Reggae C Show, where he gets to pick brains of celebrities and entrepreneurs on their journey towards success, lessons learned, and more. So with that, welcome, Jason. Welcome, <laughs> Rason. Sorry.
1: Hey, thanks, man. I'm really, really honored, and it's my pleasure to be here on your show to actually share a little bit about myself and also at the same time about what I've been through and also at the same time to add immense value to you and your audience as well. Really appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you very much. Welcome aboard. And why don't you do a quick introduction of yourself and the work that you do, and we can go from there.
1: All right, sure. So basically, I am a transformation catalyst who actually help people, especially the professionals and entrepreneurs who are mainly millennials, who are actually lacking in terms of they are branding and also at the same time lacking in terms of the mindset to success because nowadays a lot of people, especially Gen X and the Gen Y will tend to say that, hey, the millennials somehow or other are part of the strawberry generation right now. But I beg to defer okay? because one thing is as a Generation Great Award nominee, I truly believe that it it is something that we shouldn't be looking down upon in terms of this current generation. Because back back when you guys were in the Gen X or in whatever generation we have to call them as, I believe the previous generation were talking something a little bit negative about that generation back then. So it's, it, it's similar, right? So now we have, to be, we have to learn how to actually help this generation rather than scrutinizing them as well. So that's why I'm here to actually offer help, offer coaching, training. And also at the same time, I uh, will also be speaking as well in terms of all these kind of topics like personal branding, personal mastery, and also at the same time, stress management as well. Which is very important when it is something that you are actually achieving. You wanna become successful, somehow or rather you need to learn how to be less stressful, how to overcome your obstacles as well.
0: That's great. I'm I'm glad to hear what you said, you know, in terms of kind of defending your generation and trying to give them the skill set from <laughs> your, your perspective. You're right, you yeah. know, there's a generational gap and People have doubts and questions about their abilities, but it's a different time, you know. You're in a different yeah. time, in a different zone, and at, at age 21, I think what you're doing is pretty impressive.
1: To be frank, I'm I'm thankful that you, you you you, you know, you you gave me such a very <laughs> great comment of like, uh, I'm 21. And in fact, I'm not 21, I'm actually 29 this year.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you're still <laughs> in your 20s.
1: Oh, yes. I'm still in the 20s. So, next year will be bye-bye number two, hello <laughs> number three in the front.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. so talk about your journey. You know, uh, How did you get into what you're doing? How did you get into helping out entrepreneurs and millennials? And what all do you do? What, what are your systems and what's your podcast about? Let's talk about that.
1: Okay. So, now let's talk about the podcast first. So, basically... The podcast was something that I've always wanted to do back when I was 24 years old. So I always wanted to have this podcast because I felt like, hey, it's very cool to interview amazing guests, amazing people such as Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone and all these other people that I I wouldn't say I idolize them but I really model from them Mm -hmm. in terms of the systems the aspects their mindset their mentality in life which which i really believe is something that a lot of us are lacking in because back then when i was 24 years old in the first half of 20 of 2014 i was actually having a pretty tough time to be frank i didn't know what on earth I wanted to do other than just being a nurse because I actually graduated from a polytechnic with a diploma in nursing. So every man in Singapore has to go through army. And then that point of time, I actually graduated from the army and with the diploma in in my hand, I was thinking, hey, probably... I can go anywhere I want, do whatever I want, as long as it's in terms of nursing, right? So somehow or other, I didn't know why, but I just chose to go to the private route where I went to a Japanese clinic to work. And at that point of time, I was also having a very much, I would say toxic relationship with my ex-girlfriend. And we were almost... almost every day probably three to four times a week or sometimes can be slightly lesser we will be quarreling over small little things and that was very toxic for me so I at that point I was still amateur in terms of relationships I'm still immature as well I was still an amateur and my work I was I was an amateur in my workplace I was immature as well. I was an amateur in relationship as well. So somehow or other, I couldn't focus at all. And at that point of time, I was literally burnt out. Because sometimes the quarrels can start from like 9 p.m. <laughs> it can end all the way until 2, 3 a.m. And, and, and you know, at that point of time, I was like a very Mr. Nice Guy kind of personnel. Per, uh, personnel where I will always be trying to pacify her, talk to her, and, and that, that caused me a lot of sleep that I could have been sleeping but you know, I was doing all these things. And somehow or rather within a month or so, within a month or two, around that stretch of time frame that I, I was with this Japanese clinic, somehow or rather the manager actually caught me Because I actually made some mistakes Mm -hmm. during that point of time. And I couldn't cope with the work, even though it's easy. And lo and behold, the manager spoke to me. And the next moment, I was being laid off.
0: Oh, boy. Okay.
1: Yeah. So if you have never, never, ever, ever spoke to anyone Speak to anyone, especially a healthcare professional who has been laid off, who has been fired before. (laughs) Well, I'm the living proof over here, right? So, what happened was this: straight after we, uh, straight after I've been laid off, the next moment, say about almost two, three weeks later, I this both. I would say I was the one who actually decided to break this relationship so both of us we broke up so at that point of time i was lost of money loss of a job loss of financial stability right and at the same time loss of love because i thought that girl was the girl of my life in a sense so i was very upset but then i told myself damn screw it those are going to be my pain points in my life but I told myself that in the next five years I'm going to be way more successful than I was, than I have ever been. So at a point of time, I made a change, I made a decision to change. But of course, the, the changes started probably about two months or so because change is, it's not very easy and it's not something that's very simple. It is something that's got to be gradual, right? So it took me a while to actually work on myself through reading personal development books and not just not just reading it, but in fact, doing my best to really understand and then after that, implement it. So it took me a while to really understand what was going wrong in my life. What is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing at that point of time? Mm-hmm. Why am I here... In life what am I supposed to do so that I can add value to the society and that at that point of time I was clueless as hell I was clueless even when I was actually doing a part-time work in the hospital as an agency nurse where I had to push patients around to and fro to their respective wards or departments, for x-ray, or any kind of stuff, I will always be thinking. I will always be thinking, hey, what is it that I'm supposed to do? Why am I just doing this? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to be just doing this? After a while, like probably a few more weeks later, I had an epiphany. And this epiphany wasn't in my house, in my room, and a bus or anything, but it was actually in the cinema. Hmm. Okay. Was, I, yeah, I was actually watching a an advertisement, right? And this advertisement was actually speaking to me at the time of at that point of time I was thinking that it was speaking to me because it was talking about teaching. It was talking about training. So at that point of time it was like, hey it sparked me. It was like hey isn't this something that I'm pretty good at in terms of speaking? At that point of time, I I, I could say I was shameless enough to, to say that speaking was one of my forte. Because when I was a student nurse, whenever patients feel pretty low, I was able to talk to them. I was able to actually inspire them. In fact, just to backtrack a little, I just share with you something that I've I, that that is close to my heart Mm -hmm. because at a point of time when I was a student nurse, we all had to go to different hospitals for attachment. So what happened was this. There's this attachment that was pretty much memorable to me because that was a place where I realized that I was pretty damn good at inspiring patients, like literally that point of time i was actually attached to a hospital called communicable disease center where mm-hmm. patients suffering from hiv or any kind of uh, dengue or skin illnesses all those kind of skin disorder uh, would be there so somehow rather i was attached to this particular ward which is filled with a lot of uh, patients who are suffering from HIV, right? So, at that point of time, I chanced upon this elderly man. And this elderly man was in a very depressed state. Very, very depressed. Uh, The reason why I say that was because he was actually listening to Buddhist mantra. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And those Buddhist mantra are those prepared for... Those people that are supposed to die. Or those who are who have passed away, they will play that music. So at that point of time I was thinking, why does this guy is always listening to this? And there comes to a point where one day I was pissed with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I went I went over, I took that Buddhist mantra, that, that music piece, you know, that that, that instrument, I turned it off. Mm-hmm. I turned it off and put it inside the locker, right? And there, I went on to evangelize him in terms of... uh, At at that point of time, I was pretty much a free thinker, Mm -hmm. but I do believe in this spiritual thing called God. So, I actually spoke to him, like, hey, do you believe in God, right? Even though I wasn't trained to be a Christian or Catholic or whatsoever, Kind of a pastor or or any kind of religious leader, but I just it just came to me that I have to speak to this guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I spoke to him and I asked him this question, right? And he just looked at me blankly, and then the next moment, I just told him, "Hey, if you believe that there's some special being out there, be it a god, a goddess, or whatsoever that you believe in, do you think?" He or she would love to see you suffer like this and see you so depressed Mm -hmm. and see you wasting your life and preparing to die just like that. And I believe this kind of like sparked him. Like, because he didn't talk to me directly, immediately. He didn't. Right? The next morning when I came for a shift, he went. 360 or 720 degrees change. He became very jovial. He was talking to me. He was joking with me, and he only wanted me to be by his bedside to nurse him. No wow. other people were there except me. And I'm not sure whether he's still alive right now. But you know, if if he's not alive, I I'll give him my blessings. But um. At that point of time, I was really amazed that, you know, something like this can actually help him. So at that point of time, while I was being inspired by this advertisement, this came into my mind. This scenario came into my mind and I was like, okay, cool. Seems like God or whatsoever, laws of attraction or universe or whatsoever, is actually trying to share with me that, hey, I gave you this gift you better jolly well make full use of it <laughs> and don't regret not using it, right? So so that was the time when something miraculous happened after that. So when I reached home, I turn on Facebook, as usual, as any millennial would do, right? Would go onto social media and check things out. So somehow or other, I saw my ex secondary schoolmate who used to be a bad boy attacked in my class in the school to be motivating people and he changed his display picture and he was like teaching and coaching or something like this. And I was inspired. I was like, hey, I was thinking about something like this in mm-hmm. the cinema an hour or or two ago. And next moment I see I saw this guy speaking sharing and i was inspired i was like okay i'm gonna take the action i'm gonna ask him how how can i do it and next moment he introduced me to my ex-mentor who actually brought me to secondary schools which is i believe uh high school over in the us so i went to schools to start to learn and then after that i started to share I started to share my life story which I am grateful that I have to go through this kind of uh, setback in my life and that it allowed me to propel forward and to be able to give back to the youths, to the millennials as well and few months later, stay in October or uh, in June, I mean, I was able to find myself a job as a psychiatric nurse and then even better things happen four months after I've been employed I was being given the opportunity to be featured on uh, on the local newspaper awesome because because of my, my life story uh, not because not just because of me losing the job and all this kind of stuff but because I have a very compelling story which I I don't mind sharing to your audience which is I have a family member, which is my mom, who actually suffers from a very common mental disorder, which is known as schizophrenia. So this is a condition where someone will tend to have positive symptoms and negative symptoms. So positive symptoms will be active delusions, which means that things have never happened before, and they believe it to be happening now or in the past or in the future, right? That is for delusions. And then she also would have hallucinations where she actually, I would say, she could hear voices, mm-hmm. which we can't hear. Okay. So it's like what you see in Batman versus Joker, when you get to see Joker laughing to himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's a, That's a kind of hallucination. But of course, my mom don't laugh like a joker, right? Or else it'd be very eerie, very scary, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I, I told myself, I would like to actually learn how to actually care for her. How can I help her? Because we always had issues where we always quarrel with one another despite me having... A lot of job a loss of relationship we had some rough patches along the way as well so i thought why not you know learn to help her right as a son it doesn't mean that daughters are the ones who are actually more failure piety than men uh it's just that men do not know really how do not really know how to actually express themselves sometimes but i believe failure piety, being in Asia and Western culture or whatsoever culture there are right, right now, I believe it is something that is very important. So that's mm-hmm. why I took that leap of faith to join this uh, institution to actually learn how to care for her. And then after that, multiple opportunities came since 2014, which was in late 2014, where I got interviews multiple interviews, I would say. I got to be invited to my hospital to speak as a guest speaker. And then I was actually nominated for awards. I was given awards. Uh, I was interviewed multiple times for both Mandarin and English Mm -hmm. newspaper uh, for ever since 2014 to 2019. For the past five years i've been featured multiple times more than 10 20 times on local media traditional media local podcasts and even international podcasts as well so yeah it's 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 something that i'm truly grateful for that you know i am able to actually get hold of myself and not giving up and my life, because at that point of time, while I was actually all time low, there was a point where I actually had thoughts of committing suicide, but I I decided not to because I knew that if I were to give up, then the ones that are being affected are not just myself, but my family, my close friends or whosoever that pretty close to me as well, because I, I understand that even though they, they will tend to move on, but not everyone will hundred percent move on completely. They won't they will take many they they might take months, some will take even years, a decade to actually let go of the fact that their children has been gone just right. like that. So so that's why I, I took the I would say took the step I took the step to actually step up my game in my life and took the step up to actually go and do something more meaningful and something that and Chu has never done before in 2013, 2012, 2011, 2010. I want to do something every year I want to do something that's spectacular, something that's different, something that is uniquely me. That's great. That is
0: something. So, you know, yeah. when I look at this, race and what I hear is you know, you you went through quite a bit of downturn in your life, you know, losing your job or your girlfriend, contemplating suicide and all that, probably the lowest point in your life. And instead of giving up, you turned it around, not just to be normal and go and take the next job and work at it, but you're kind of stepping out of your comfort zone in terms of saying, okay, how do I make myself a better person? And how do I inspire several others to be better people? And that's where the work yes. that you're doing with your podcast and your coaching systems i believe that's where that comes from you could have yeah, from, you know you could have just ended up having a normal life but i don't think that, that's what you want and that's great that's that's very inspiring to hear
1: thank you i mean after going through all this i asked myself would any ordinary people just go through this and just let it be probably yeah Ordinary people, yes, by all means, they will just go through deep shit and then they just take it with a pinch of salt. Either some of them, they will learn from it, some of them will continue the mistakes and keep continuing until they die, right? So I ask myself, what about those extraordinary people that I've been watching, that I've been listening to, right? Be it Brandon Bouchard, Brian Cardone, Gary V. Anthony Robbins, right, and all the all these other amazing people—be it influencers, speakers, celebrities, and all this kind of people, right—I asked myself, what would they do? So that was the turning point where I realized that hey, if these guys can do it, why can't I? Why not I? Why not I be one of the few that actually go? Off and do something for myself. Awesome. And do something for my family, right? So that's where I actually started to listen to podcasts in the year 2014 where during the down period I decided to read personal development books. I watch YouTube videos, not WWE, N B A, MLS, and all this kind of stuff, but more towards personal development. I listen to podcasts very much. Something that inspired me to decide on having my own podcast as well awesome and that, yeah and that is that is something that i decided and after my advanced diploma i actually came out and i've decided to start my own show called the Legacy show right so where it, it was just something about authors talking about their books me recommending people to read these books, something like this. And after that, as I scroll through my Facebook friend list, I realize that, hey, I have so many, I have so many friends who are speakers, entrepreneurs, and etc. and etc. Why not take this opportunity to interview these people? Why not take this opportunity to interview these people other than just the author themselves. I reminded myself, hey, I listened to this podcast called Addicted to Success by Joel Brown before where he interviewed so many amazing people. Why not meet me? Why not let's start something? right?" And of course, uh, during this phase, you know, making my own content, having people to edit my videos and all this kind of stuff, it took a lot of effort. It took a lot of time. And I wasn't hundred percent monetizing at all, even though I was getting a lot of opportunities in terms of collaborations, doing videos together, being featured in Gary V's daily vlog, for example, mm-hmm. and uh, like even getting free causes, right? Courses that cost few hundreds to a few thousand dollars for free to attend, right? I I thought, hey, is this something that I really want to actually just get you know, just all this kind of uh, extra bonuses. How about building friendships? How about doing something more than just collaborations? How about doing something more than just, you know, high vibe or just guest and podcast interviewer? I want to go deeper. I want to build relationships rather than just oh you came on my show that's it bye bye sayonara no i I want it to be more fruitful for both of us so of course there's a point of time where i just wanted to give up on my podcast even though i've gotten gary v right Uh, i even though i've gotten gary v i've gotten a lot of attention but i want to give up because i only got attention I didn't get monetization opportunities and things like that. And of course, monetization wasn't the key thing that I was focusing on at the point of time. I was just focusing off on getting extra value, 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 right? But then again, I, I was thinking, hey, there must be something that I could do for them, which is my audience and my guests. So it took me a while realize that it's not just about interviewing them. It's about building relationships and somehow or other I came up with my own systems to actually help me to get these people Mm -hmm. to interact with these people for free. I didn't pay these people I didn't pay them a lump sum of money in order to appear on my podcast which some of them love to, to receive that, right? Some of them hope that I can actually, uh, for example, I do not want to name the person, but he, he is pretty big in the property niche, okay? And he, he actually asked me to buy Bitcoin from him before I can actually interview him. So I told him, no, that's beyond what I want to do and what I can do with you. So I want to do something that's different. I want to build relationship with you. I do not want to just be a, I would say, a customer of you, but but not a long term, but it's a short term kind of customer because I just buy once and then we do a video and that's it. I would rather be long term, right? Mm-hmm. So I told him that, hey, I, I know you you have seen what I've been doing probably you have heard of me before but uh, i want to just let you know that i prefer authenticity also. more than just selling things sure to me yeah because a lot of people have been selling causes books whatsoever that they can actually think of to me after interviewing them some of them so i, I was pretty much clueless at time point of time I did not have any end game for myself so that's why I kind of lose out so that's why for all the listeners that are listening to this episode right now I want you to ask yourself this what kind of value can you give to the other party be it your guests or your audience and what kind of value do you expect to receive so that you can actually make sure that you do not suffer the same thing that as i had to go, go through the other time right so yeah so so all these were amazing right all these things awesome all yeah. this all these people that came in all these networks and all so daughters all are uh, like the very valuable lessons and experiences that i, I got for myself that's why I decided to actually come up with my own systems to share and to actually let people know about this uh, and how they can actually elevate your brand so that they can actually get people to come either on your podcast or, or probably to meet up, for example. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Impressive. So let me ask you this. So you, we talked about the low points and what made you take a turn to what you're doing what would you consider your high point in life so far?
1: Well, the highest point for me so far was to actually be interviewed by the local media. And it wasn't my first local interview. It's my second interview with the same newspaper, with the same newspaper agency. And that that gave me a lot of uh, attention because after I've been interviewed my reports have, my my story has been shown to the public a lot of people came to me and spoke to me and encouraged me as well and they they even did a very remarkable video for me during this this whole interview which is called the generation Creed so it, it was something that I, I find very f- fulfilling because I was able to impact other people as well. And it's not just the young guys, but it's the elderly as well. Probably in the mid 40s or 50s as well, that was inspired by this. So I'm really grateful. And then multiple opportunities came, other than just speaking. I was nominated for an award as well. I was actually even interviewed by other podcasters so I would say it, I'm very blessed, very blessed to, to have all these opportunities as well.
0: Very interesting. Well, what I would like to yep. do next, uh, Raisin, is I'm just going to shoot a couple of questions. And whatever comes sure. into your mind, why don't you just talk about it? What are you most thankful for?
1: The, most, the, the, the thing that or the person that I'm most thankful for is my family, my dad especially who actually took care of me, who actually took on both roles as a dad and a mom to actually look after me and to give me a shelter to leave in? Because at that point of time, he was only earning less than $1,000 or probably just a slightly higher bit sometimes, right? And because of that, you know, I, I didn't know all this until... He spoke to me, spoke with me about it. And, and then I realized that, wow well, he has put in a lot of effort to take care of me. Even though sometimes I would say that, you know, I will, I will be slightly harsh to him to tell him, hey, you know, you're not as successful as Tony Robbins and other people, right? Uh, why should I be always listening to what you have to say? But I realized that he actually meant well for me. He, he might not be a Tony Robbins, he might not be a Elon Musk or anyone, right? But, you know, at least he's my dad who has done his best to ensure that I have food, I have shelter, and I have proper education, and yeah, and also I, I will want to actually thank one more person, and that is my stepmom. Because everyone always had this idea that Stepmoms are supposed to be evil, like what <laughs> you see in Cinderella. Right. right, but apparently mine is a twisted version. So it's not evil, but she's very caring. She actually gave up her role as one of the top earners in prop in property as a property agent. Right, she gave up that role to actually find a job in the same company as my dad. And to actually take some time to look after me, and also at the same time to educate me. Because back then, I was like D E N F student, and because of her, when I was primary four, which was like uh, fourteen years old, right? I oh no, not fourteen. Uh, I was ten years old, right? I got first in class. Awesome. Because of her, I was a D E N F and I became a a student, right? So it doesn't mean that you are not meant to be a student, but it's just how much effort and how disciplined you are to make sure that it happens for you. So that that's that's something that I actually learned from her. And that's what I have been implementing ever since uh, 2014's huge, 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 huge mistake. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah. I think what's interesting is about the point you bring up, right? right? There's a lot of external motivation that people look up to. Like, you know, what you talked about, yeah. Tony Robinson, Elon Musk and all that. And it's very important that all of us look internally in our home yeah. ground yes. in terms of finding internal inspiration. Like you said, right? Your parents, your mom, your dad, you know, we need to find inspiration closer home in order because that affects us the most. Like, like you know, the, at, at a point in time, I had actually written a blog on this. And one of the things that I talked about was, you know, the driver that comes to pick up my kid in the school bus in the early morning and who doesn't miss a day, that's an inspiration. Yeah. It keeps your kids yeah, safe, takes them home, you know, those kinds of things.
1: Yes, I agree. And also at the same time, everything, be it a legacy, be it a success, started from within. Right. Not bronze and muscle, no, but it's more of your brain and your heart and your soul. Absolutely. It all all comes from these two parts, these three parts, I would say. Right. So that's where you get to be inspired by yourself so that you can actually keep going because motivation can only last that much. Right you've got to keep it every single day this much, full tank. So you got to keep on going no matter what, right? So mm-hmm. that's why you have to actually treat it like as if you're brushing your teeth, showering yourself, urinating or whatsoever. You have to do it daily and consistently. Now, of course, you don't have to drink 10 gallons of water every minute. But what I meant was every single day, you have to still drink water. Every single hour probably or every one and a half hour. So you need to be consistent and disciplined to drink or else you'll be dehydrated or else you'll have constipation and all this kind of stuff. You're right. So that's why you need to know how to look after yourself because self-care is underestimated. Yeah,
0: and you know, self-care not just physically but even mentally, emotionally. You're right. Absolutely right. So what are you you're most right. scared of?
1: Well... To be frank, I'm most scared of disappointing my parents. Most scared of, in terms of disappointing them, because they have put in a lot of hard work, a lot of hard, hard work, towards me as well, right? So they have put in a lot of a lot of effort in me. So I wouldn't want their effort to just run down the drain, sure. just because of one silly mistake or one failure that i i've caused myself to and that's why i I told myself that no matter what even if i were to actually reach a downfall i'll never give up and even if i were to reach a pinnacle of success i'll never forget my parents i'll never even forget my roots And where I came from in terms of the, not not in terms of my ancestral roots, but in terms of the mistakes I've made, the people that I came across that has helped me, the people that have booed me, (laughs) the people that have uh, manipulated me, and all this kind of stuff. Even if these people who have manipulated me are speakers as well, or, or, you know, whatsoever, and they are pretty, I would say, big in whatever industry they are in, but I I truly believe that there must be a reason behind why I fell into the trap of being affected by that, being manipulated by that. So yeah, that's why I have to tell myself that, you know, no matter what, it's just like a train journey. People come and go. Mm -hmm. So who... Are the ones that you can keep keep who are the ones that you don't keep you don't keep and who are the ones that you have to be thankful for like my parents I will always be thinking and thanking them
0: awesome and what are you most yeah. happy about
1: okay so what I'm most happy about is right now I am in the process of becoming a full-time entrepreneur and a full-time speaker full-time trainer as well so i am actually happy that i got into this process even though it's a long process even though it took me about two years or so right to actually consistently knowing to find out what i want and to do and to actually take action and to plan things out strategize things out yeah i'm actually happy that i'm in this process
0: and you're probably looking forward to it too great great yes and what would you like your legacy to be
1: the legacy that I want to have to be is whatever that I've learned is imparted to the people that's watching, supporting me. And even if the people are not supporting me, even if they are haters, at least they they could still remember me. They could still remember what I've done for them. That's positive. Awesome. Yes. And, And also at the same time, the, the content that I have on my Instagram, on my podcast will still be ongoing. will still be be out
0: there forever. You're right. Absolutely. If there was one takeaway for the listeners, what would that be? What would you advise
1: them? Like what I've always been sharing. Okay. You only have one life to live as you. You can't live as Rajiv. You can't live as me. You can only live as you yourself. So why not take this opportunity to find out who you are, what you want in life, why you want certain things, get clarity. And I, I wouldn't say that at the age of 28, 29, you'll be very much clear of what you are going to do, what you're supposed to do, right? It will take time. Colonel Saunders took more than 40 years of his life to find out what he wants. 50, 60, 70, 80, then he found out the magic recipe of KFC, Right? So even Jack Ma as well and all these other amazing great people, right? Rockefeller, all these amazing people took a lot of time and effort to find out what they want to do, what they are supposed to do that can monetize, that can become a business for them. Or even if it's not a business, they love volunteering and things like that, they are able to actually do it. So why not take this opportunity to find out about yourself first. Awesome. Before think... you you start to be a blame thrower and blame other people, blame your postal code, blame yeah. the place that you're from, blame the government, blame whatsoever. Because even if the government of any country that you're in is not as well as expected to be, how come there are people who are still successful in? These countries. very true you have to ask yourself this how come these companies can still survive over there right so that's why you have to look at you have to ask yourself who are you supposed to look at for your own success who are you supposed to model which company are you supposed to model which brand are you supposed to model for example so that you can actually use this method that I've been using, okay, which can help in your mindset, which can help in your branding, and which can help you to have a very good social media presence. That's why MBS actually stands for Mindset, Branding, Social Media. So that's why these three things are very important. If you want to play and if you want to win the game in the current generation in the current state.
0: Awesome. Very relevant message, yeah. Rason Thank you so much. For the listeners, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add all of Rayson's courses, contacts, information in the show notes. So you can look it up there. You can make sure you mm-hmm. uh, review his profile. You reach out to him in case of any needs and questions. Thank you so much for this interview, Rason It's been uh, tremendous having you on Listening to your story, you know, what caused the pivot, how you started off on one end contemplating suicide and then you're rocking it right now. And I just hope and wish for you all the very best and that you keep rocking.
1: Thank you so much. And don't mind me sharing this. Okay. If you guys want to actually find out more about who am I, what I do, and all this kind of information, you can actually go to R A Y G A C Y. That's my Instagram handle and also my Facebook professional page. Or if you want to actually be more casual, you can add me on my Facebook, R-A-Y-S-O-N space C-H-O-O, Rayson Chu. Okay, so that's where you actually can connect with me on Facebook or even LinkedIn as well. You can connect with me and if you have any questions or if you have any comments about this episode, you can share it with us and... We'll take it from
0: there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rayson. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: Yeah. Likewise. Thank you so much. Take care.
0: If you like what you hear, please do subscribe for more episodes like this. Do leave a review on iTunes and do leave a
1: comment. Thank you.